can't leave cash. I got this hat from Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, I mean, his name was Dennis Wilson, and he told me he was in the Beach Boys. <laughs> Beyond that, whether any of that was true, but how you doing Manto uh, like looking back on our messages yeah it wasn't completely clear that there was a through line from our record before Christmas to now where Jack said that he had tickets to, for us for John Mulaney yeah I, I've, I've I'm it's not even I'm not even ruling out that I knew that and forgot it I just yeah no because we only talked about it here and then I just did and then I didn't mention it again until, until... oh you just did you just did it oh well that's you know, I no, was I had already got I had already got the tickets because I knew I was gonna go. That's I the knew. thing, Manus. If you don't make a plan, you can't plan. <laughs> yeah, that's like the least Jack thing ever. You actually did the thing and told nobody about it. <laughs> <laughs> you would not believe how much trouble I get in for that exact thing. It's like, when are we gonna fix that problem? Bitch, I fixed it a week ago. Tell me. <laughs> I've been operating under the assumption it's still broken. Oh, I can see why you'd be sitting there going, man, no wonder our, our plan was, people. I get all the credit and don't have to do nothing. This way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Thing, thing anyway, it's good. It's good to see you both, even though it's far less. Um, actually, what well, I, I was out sick from work today, actually. So realistically, it wouldn't have been a good idea for me to go anyway. I mean, not that anyone was, was going to. Um, You're not feeling well, Manto? I'm feeling fine. I was, I was feeling a little sad. So I told work I was sick. That's what happened. Yeah. Fair enough. You need one of those <laughs> mental health days. Yeah, but you can But despite the fact that people tell you to talk about those things, don't. Or at least you know, yeah, you will be. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. tell people at work because they'll use it against you. <laughs> oh, you're feeling bad. I hope this doesn't make you ostracized from the group. <laughs> oh yes. So I was like, no, it's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Yeah, yeah. Once you find the phrase, I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, but I am welded to the toilet this morning. I'll be on when I can. No. Well, because it's like diarrhea gets you out of so many situations. If someone's tickling you. Because <laughs> <laughs> as well, like unless you keep eating at the at, at the dodgy center that gives the, that don't wash their hands when they make the breakfast rolls like that. You had diarrhea one day doesn't to the average simpleton indicate that you're very any more likely to shit on them on another day. If you tell them you can't do something because you're sad, though, they think you might be a schizophrenic murderer. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And like that's that's an honest that's when people are like honestly getting the wrong end of how things actually are. Um, when they're malicious, they can use it to subtly destroy you. It's like, man, I I like the guy and I'd love to give him the job, but I'm just not sure it would be fair to him. Yeah, 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 put yeah. Put him yeah. under that pressure. Like, oh, you in a fire particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you in the biggest fire. <laughs> and we all know they exist. So kids, despite what the ads all tell you, it's 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 it is okay not to feel okay. But like, tell very few people. That yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Tell on. people. Tell people who won't use it against you. <laughs> yeah. And like, make sure you're right about that. Because. And and any any who um, I'm cracking into a delicious Heineken Zero Zero. Oh, I've not been, nice. Not been able to exercise very much the last uh, couple of weeks due to my foot being sore. Uh, actually, I wonder if that might have something to do with feeling a bit sad. I wonder if that's what, what that is. Yeah, I would say um, And so January is a really terrible time for that to happen because, like, you can't have a drink, which fixes it a bit until it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great temporary solution to this problem only three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's only, although, mind you, it's only temporary if you are a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only temporary if you if you need a better solution, but they yeah. need a permanent middling to bad one. So I'm having the worst dry January ever, where I'm like not even like getting healthier. <laughs> it's like God damn it! Like, I mean, at least you're not getting actively significantly worse. Yeah, that's true. You that, know, that, like, that, is, that is true. Somewhere out right there, there's a man who's still drinking who has a sore foot who's like 300 pounds. Yeah, you're right. Because as well, like they say, you can't train a bad diet, and it's true. But it's only sort of true. Like it was, like there was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that there was a lot of load bearing exercise going on there for many years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, when you eased off a bit, it was suddenly like you were in a Formula One, like, you, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, the engine true. of an 18 wheeler, but you put it in a fucking Ford, like Toyota Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> Like people don't know. It's like, hey man, you know that man's guy is a bit fat. And I'm like, hey, motherfucker, you don't know how hard I work to be a bit fat. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill to be a big bit fat. <laughs> just be just a bit. That's so that's some people's goal. And yeah. they should be applauded for it. <laughs> I knew I should have asked the genie for something other than keep me just a bit fat no matter what I, I do. I saw a comic that is literally uh waste of a wish. I think it was from fucking um, Penny Bible Fellowship. Uh, oh, they like they can they can be quite good. Um, yeah, Penny Bible Fellowship. This usually happens with jokes we have, where like to us it seems like a, like some someone has stolen it, but actually what's happened is it's been ten years since we had the idea, and like, <laughs> and it's just, like yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good it like. I'm like, yeah, we're smart, but we're not. Like, like Petty Bible Fellowship also did it. was great. Yeah. Their version was this. I don't know if that's reversed. Huh. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just this look of, like, not even sadness, but just like... Oh, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, yeah, ours, ours was more like when people would just say, I wish for something that like yeah. you could just get by doing so. Oh man, I wish I, I wish I had better Irish, you know? Go do an <laughs> Irish class. What are you wishing yeah, that yeah. If you've got one fucking wish. Yeah. I wish I was Iron Man. That's what I mean. You know, probably not the best wish you could have, but way better than being a little bit better at Irish. That one, all, that, that one, that one annoy, always annoys, and like, I don't care if you learn Irish, and I don't regret not having better Irish. Most people do, most people do, but they usually say things like, um, oh man, if only, I mean, I wish, I mean, God, that'd be one, what are you, like, it's never what's been easy. Stop, what's it stopping what, you from you, doing? Like, <laughs> chance would be a fine thing, a <laughs> fine thing. <laughs> Uh, what delicious non-alcoholic or alcoholic since you're not bound by these um, Catholic um, calendar restrictions that I put myself under um, have you purchased for your drinking pleasure this evening? We're sharing a beer. Yeah, and okay. I'm going to be really weird on this episode because number one, I'm going to try, I think I might have actually found someone to buy these tickets. <laughs> oh, nice. And number Amazing. Two, my company is like 10, so this is in the middle of it, but there's a bunch of layoffs happening and I need to like shadow join a call. I'm not getting fired, but I do want, I do need to like listen to the the thing. So I'll just be sitting here, maybe chiming in. Yeah. If you hear any laughter uh, from Jack, it's not for any jokes we've made. It's to <laughs> get the misfortune of others. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like Jack, like I love you and want only good things for you. So it's only for this reason that I don't want you to get fired on this call after having said that. <laughs> but like comedically speaking the right thing to happen now is for you to get fired live on air <laughs> yeah wait what you can't do this to me <laughs> oh, oh come on jack you'll find you, you you've got some savings you'll find more work no you don't understand they have my <laughs> life support <laughs> yeah that's easy for you idiots to say i'm one of the good ones i work for a tech company you've no idea what i signed over to them <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's good uh, well maybe um i mean i don't think they've ever had one of those calls in the irish public service no i haven't, fi- haven't yeah. fired anyone since 1984 <laughs> uh, they've had individual uh, uh, come on you could be working a little bit harder, but that's about <laughs> as far as they're willing to go <laughs> anything other than that and there's a lawsuit on it's true. The, 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 uh, I can't even want it. It wasn't. It wasn't in my branch of the public service. But there was a guy like in the middle. Like they don't. They will fire you if you're like convicted for criminal malfeasance. That's about. That's about the extent of it. And even then, I bet they just sort of ask. I bet you still yeah, get a letter. Yeah. Get a letter they kind of move you to another parish, or I mean, department of the civil service. But there, there is a legendary like Kaiser Soze esque um gr- what is a like, grade thirteen, which is general assistant, and um, who like got caught doing some absolute shenanigans, like 
sex on company property, like, you know, like stealing things and whatever. And when he realized he was caught, he got absolutely hammered, uh, checked into a rehab facility and they couldn't fire him. <laughs> <laughs> he went into the rehab facility and yelled sanctuary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I can't believe they taught him that word. <laughs> when I was in um, an employer who shall remain nameless, I was there for a year. Hmm. And three people were let go for embezzlement. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is there anyone here who's not embezzling? And that's how they caught the three guys. <laughs> they didn't put their hands up. <laughs> they didn't put their hand up. They were like, well, I can't lie. That's how they got out. That's how they got out Capone. He didn't, de- <laughs> he didn't declare his money for tax purposes. <laughs> Embezzle me timbers, I believe, was, was the it? motto of yeah. that company. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you guys, you guys are going to John Mulaney this evening. I'm very jealous because I think he's a brilliantly talented comedian. Uh, I won't waste a wish on saying I wish I could be there because it was totally in my power to have done yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, I do have a ticket for you. <laughs> we did pure. Well, that do do let me know if you don't manage to sell it because I'm, uh, I'm, worry, I'm, I got it. I got it on spec anyway because I thought it was going to be us two plus uh, another John Mulaney fan uh, in 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 my life who was also not able to make it. So. It's absolutely no problem. He's a, he, do, do you know, has he brought support with him or is he is he getting... I have no idea. He looks to be standing on his own two legs. Well, <laughs> they're, and they're very long, and they're very long legs. And they're very long, yeah. Because do we all know the difference between a, a touring act who brings support with them and a touring act who just goes, just goes to the local promoter. You find someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and his... The, that's how you get that's that's what she's for like it's kind of what she's for like first time i saw her i thought she was absolutely terrible and then she like did she worked on it and got better and good and like to the point where she was like a good you know a good comedian who like you wouldn't be upset to see supporting someone but she was supporting everybody oh yeah she was I mean, she suffered more than anyone from and it doesn't feel like to you, another comedian, or presumably to them while it's happening, like you're really suffering, but of just getting booked on stuff way above the level she was at, where it's like... And and there's kind of two things in that as well. One, that she was like one of the few female comedians at that level. At that time, at that, yeah. At that time, it's like, it's her, it's Deirdre Okade, it's Pauline McLean, you know, or like those two are probably a level up from... multiple levels up he's got the name you know had the name as as well and so it was like she got this reputation for being terrible when really she was just over pushed it's like if you if you saw her at like the level she was at if you went to like a gig in the international and she was on you would not come away thinking she was anything other than fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and but while from the audience's perspective the uh the better buzz is when the touring actors brought their own their own support. From our perspective, we'd have all of our best gigs would never have happened. Jason Byrne, Whit Tank, fucking Arnold Hanlon. Like none of the pajama men. Fucking pajama men, yeah. Like, yeah. And nobody. I don't think any, I don't think most people will put pajama men on, on the level of any of those guys, but they were like my favorite. Actors. They were my favorite. They were absolute go, must go see they were, um, at Edinburgh when they come to Dublin, everything. Gen- like. Genuinely innovative shit. Yeah, yeah. genuinely innovative. And it's shit. difficult to be innovative in a thing that's so structured as like comedy on a stage. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're like I, Bo Burnham or them. Yeah, yeah. I got to ha- I got to hang out with them. We actually didn't really get to hang out with them that much when we opened for them because they were going on after us. Like, and you know, and, and by the time we came off the stage, it was time to go get drunk because that's I mean, we were we were twenty five. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did get to hang out with them at the the Vodafone Comedy Festival a few years after that when I was just there ligging basically as Ben Morgan's date when they were they were doing something for in honor of his father. So we got to go and like be be mm. exist amongst the comics and they were like explaining to me how they they write and how they come up with their stuff and they basically made me love them even more because they do with improv what i think improv is for which mm. is that they write they, they write their shows using all of those techniques but then they, they take the stuff that worked and write it down and learn it and do it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 
It's brilliant like it. because you get all the kind of wackiness and like, you know, every improv show has one or two like standout moments where someone yeah. is just a genius in the moment and the, and the whole audience is so impressed and you come away from it going like, isn't improv great? And you kind of forget about the rest of the 90% yeah, of the yeah. show that was just kind of treading water. Whereas theirs is all killer, no filler. Yeah, it really is. Like they're properly like, and it's an amazing feeling to get to where you're like at that like, uncontrollable after like you know he's like why is that even funny why is that stupid line funny but like then you realize it's like well they did that like 50 times and that was the funniest one yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 exactly whereas like we were we, we even when we would write stuff down it'd be like i think i wrote the the what you call it i woke up in the middle of the night and wrote the Mona Lisa sketch that ended up being in our show. And it was just yeah. like, all right, I have this idea. Here are like five jokes, write it down. And then like, it changed kind of very little other than how much I kind of thrust my hips and stuff. <laughs> you know? But like, it, you know, it wasn't like a particularly clever sketch or like the jokes weren't like particularly good or anything like that. But I don't think you get that from like a single mind acting on its own acting on its own and then not going back and redoing it not going back and redoing yeah. it which is made it like yeah i think a better sketch group would have like passed the sketch script around and had like you know some touch-ups from like the yeah. different writers but, but we were option to just be like oh yeah mama's wrote that it's great i love it's what it's really funny it's <laughs> fine but also like when you were when you would write something your only option was to pass it to me and ben and if you did that then what would happen was it would suddenly be about crying and shredder <laughs> so it's like what did you two do with this oh we were we got drunk and watched cartoons for two days so yeah. uh, your, your really sketch is gone there wasn't enough crying in this one <laughs> <laughs> If we're going to make a themed show, like crying is in every other sketch, man, you just need... <laughs> I don't think you understand how this comedy thing works, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so Oh, well, speaking of things that you, you like wake up in the middle of the night and write down, I was, I like woke myself awake laughing at something the other night, <laughs> uh, which should tell you that like it isn't really funny, but it was like a pre- fully formed... Uh, uh, I, I actually can't even remember where it was. I did write it down, though. Um, as the groundbreaking piece of German cinema says, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It's not even a joke. It's like it's great. It's got like it's just a quip to say if somebody says something. And you could yeah, and you could say it about like anything. It's like oh, like the groundbreaking piece of German <laughs> cinema says, das stinks. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, it's it's way more versatile than I had originally given it credit for. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll all agree that wherever, whatever social situation we're in, when it comes up, we'll all pretend to be hearing it for the first time. Marge, say, stay away from my son again. <laughs> uh, to, to the uninitiated, we should tell you that Jack is off uh, firing uh, somebody as we speak. He has yeah, he is, he is licking his lips with glee at the opportunity of laying someone off. Um, yeah. The Manus, I've got a I've got a potentially new segment for you as I have Excellent. a number of weeks off. I've been hitting the gym and uh, it's going to be uh, super physio. Gavin has a strange injury. He can't explain. <laughs> so it, it needs some sort of theme song because it's going to be potentially a very boring segment. Gavin's got an injury. He can't explain. Where did it come from? He wasn't exercising that part of his body. Got <laughs> a strange injury. He can't explain. So I was doing me legs. Mm. Right? And I did a, I, I did my squats and they were all fine. And it's like, obviously been like months and months and months since I did them. So like, I'm feeling a bit sore today. That's not the injury. No. And then I switched to split squats. So one leg at front, one leg trailing. So all the weight is kind of in the front leg. And then I did them. And when I got to like the later sets, I was left leg in front, right leg behind. I go down, I go up. And like my rib really starts to fucking hurt. Sharp pain. I would say mm. I, I like finish up. I'm like, ow. okay, don't think I'll do that again. Try to deadlift. It's pain. Don't think so. Try to run. 
they don't think it's going to happen. I do some more leg things on machines, which are really isolated. Uh, that's fine. And I get home. And then now occasionally, like when I move in a certain way, it yeah. hurts. It's not tender to the touch. No. But it's just like, what the fuck have I done? It's just, I mean, but it is still like, if I was to try and like move, like move something with my arm in a way that my rib didn't like, it would hurt. Do you have any discomfort uh, breathing at all? No discomfort breathing, but it feels breath related. As in yeah, like... See, <clears throat> yeah, if we weren't, if we weren't such a pair of... Um, uh, Trinity educated Nancy boys who can't handle discomfort for the most part I would suggest you've probably broken your rib but I th also think that I, my understanding is breaking a rib is generally speaking more painful than you would be being this chipper about if yeah 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 and I, and I was like initially oh I've done something with my rib and then I was like <laughs> that's nonsense I'd fucking know it if I'd broken a rib it felt like a stitch but it's not the type of exercise that would get me a stitch and stitches normally just fucking go away. Yeah, well, the, the snitches usually take them away. Uh, <laughs> they, um, they, yeah, you're probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it. It's just, it, 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 it's, it's a Nugans. It's a what? It's a Nugans. It's a Spleegan. It's a it's Forgosh. A oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's just one of those things that's gonna hurt for a bit and then go away. And, and then go away. Know, and so, you'll yeah, never you know just what need, it is. You need to kind of, like, do you just continue as you are? Do you stop yeah. for a little bit? You stop if it stop if the thing you're doing hurts, but other than that, and like you know, you'll like it's like when you're like when you start running and it's like you get this stitch and you think you're about to die, you know. I genuinely thought I had a like collapsed lung, yeah. Like, first time I got a stitch at the tender then, age of 24. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, a gentleman doesn't exert himself until after he's got the key in the door, you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know why. I, I I've having seen horrific injuries from spit squats. I never do them. <laughs> I just yeah. don't. I don't. Um... I'm using an old personal trainer routine that I got. Yeah. Like I mean, look at if it's work. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying don't do it if it's working for you. Um, I just. Uh, but I'm a great big Friday cat when it comes to weights. Anyway, um, for the most part, like I don't. I don't lift very heavy. Um, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't do anything. I don't do anything. I can't definitely. I mean, you shouldn't ever do anything you can't definitely do, but I don't do anything that I might injure myself doing. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I just ease off the split squats because, like, they're they're so hard and the weight I'm lifting is so light. I look like a big, <laughs> big, big Nancy boy in the gym. And, like, they really hurt. And, like, I don't like them. Yeah, well, then don't. Like well, then don't. Fine, just regular squatting. Yeah, don't do them because, like, you're at, um, a, a, in, in one sense, a very wonderful time in your fitness journey where it's like anything you do is better. You're not near any, you're not near any efficiency frontiers. You're not at any point, you're not close to anywhere where trade offs are going to be a thing. Mm. Um, like, you and you can get faster and bigger and leaner. And you, all of these things can happen because eventually, you know, if you want to get stronger, you have to compromise on how lean you can be, whatever. Yeah. You're not there yet. And I don't know what you, what extra thing split squats give you over, apart from them being more difficult. So they probably do do something like just do your squats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just do squats. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just yeah. going to do squats. I'm not going to do this exercise that potentially, like, I don't know, just did something in a part of my body that has nothing to fucking do with the exercise. <laughs> if, it was, if it was something to do with my back, I'd be like, oh, right, I just did something to my back. Fine. Yeah. That happens when you're doing exercise with your legs. But like, on the right side of my torso, no split squats. That I cannot abide. <laughs> I cannot abide. Not even a slight discomfort for me. Yeah, so I don't know. There's probably something interesting going on. Uh, Michelle's sister's a physiotherapist, so what I'll probably do is just uh, give you my opinion of what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and she's not even the good, like, useful type of physiotherapist. I mean, she's a very necessary physiotherapist, but like, her job is like when people have had a heart attack, she's like, okay, now you've got to do circles with your arms so you don't right. die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Whereas what you want is like a sports injury. Uh, yeah. Who could be like, oh, great, so I'm invincible. I've got someone <laughs> in the family who will just. Fix me. Just fix, just fix it up. So she'd be like, "No, you got to get a lot worse before I can help you." I'm like, "All right, fine, I'll get a lot worse." <laughs>
Um, I'm I'm drinking a beer, Miles. I'm gonna review this. It seems like Jack is either he's 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 certainly not. But this is a Chai Yeti Imperial Stout by uh, Great Divide Brewing Company. It oh. says that it has all the chai uh, spices. So that's like what? Cinnamon, cardamom, black pepper, ginger, nutmeg, vanilla. And I'll tell you what this beer benefits from. Not tasting a lot like any of them. It <laughs> tastes like a really nice imperial stout with a little bit about it. But like if this was a big cinnamon bomb or like vanilla yeah. bomb or whatever, I'd be like, get this away from me. The Chai yeah. Imperial Stout is good. It's a good innovation. Other people should use it. Yeah, I'm with, and I have to say that until today, I've heard the word Chai a million times. Never knew what it meant for was. I knew it was something to do with tea. Um, yeah. You know, um, in fact, to the point that I just thought it was another word for tea. I think yeah. it is. I think it is another word for tea. I think I, now this is going to be my fucking ignorance. So I think when you say chai tea, you're essentially saying tea tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like tea teas. <laughs> I do like tea teas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like I like to call them chai chais. Chai chais. I like the Australian government. I'm very strict about how big they have to be. <laughs> We're using it to protect you, you from yourselves. You have to have gigantic nooks. We love <laughs> the Australian government on this program. Uh, speaking of things we love on this program, um, it, it's a, a very minor thing that came to my attention. I have somewhat tweeted about it. We have, we have a, a, a history in this program talking about how much of a psychopath Cristiano Ronaldo is. Uh, and this just added slightly to my perception that he is, in fact, a complete psychopath. So there's a, he's as we know, he's recently been transferred to... A club in Saudi Arabia, the name of which escapes me. Yeah. Um, well, you so may also in the Champions League any fucking day now. Any fucking day now. Well, they may just buy the league. I mean, yeah, they, sure. they probably fucking could. As you may also know, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is not married to the mother of his children. They're together eight years, but they are not married. Uh, uh, there is, as it turns out, a rule, a law in Saudi Arabia that says you can't live with a woman if you are not married to her. So. Rather than do what I think, yeah, you know, everyone, including his wife, who was or his putative wife, who was probably even hinting him to him to go to Saudi Arabia for this reason. I mean, who knows? <laughs> and just marry her. Uh, he has, of course, instead just um, petitioned the Saudi government to change their law specifically for him. <laughs> and, and half day manus. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like. I hate everyone involved in this transaction. Every <laughs> single person, except for Cristiano Ronaldo's partner, who seems fine. I'm sure know? she's fine, yeah. Well, Other than the fact that she puts up with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. However, that sort of power is really appealing to me. <laughs> get like a really fucking conservative, horrible governing structure to change their laws because you were so good at kicking a ball. Oh, yeah, and not change their laws, just make him not have to obey. Just make him not have to do them, yeah. There is a Ronaldo clause in there. In, in there. Yeah. There comes Ronaldo clause it's there. Ultimate me, but me first. I was just about to say, it's the it's the, it's the the biggest me first. Great, great, wonderful Sharia law-based Islamic Republic you have going there. <laughs> Absolutely love it, but me first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, there's actually two themes of our of our program. Cristiano Ronaldo is a psychopath and me first thing. Which me first is, thing. Yeah, yeah, which is a real psychopath move. Oh yeah, no, it is. Although I, I while it's, I sort of understand me. Everyone understands me first because it, it benefits you. There's a, there's a variant of me first that doesn't even really benefit you and really does seem to just be like a um, an OCD thing, which is I have to be first. And it's it sounds it sounds the same until you observe it, say on the road, for example. And the difference is this is the person who will overtake you dangerously and then go slower than you were because yeah. they have to be first. Also known as a BMW driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, most BMW drivers though want to get ahead of you so they can go 200 kilometers yeah. an hour. <laughs> the have to be first guy doesn't want to go any faster than he's going, but he has to be first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, you're just collateral damage. Sorry, you just buy have to be first. You know, so it doesn't yeah, yeah. benefit anyone. He doesn't get anywhere any faster. <laughs> you know, but that's he's got to be first. Jack, um, everybody, everybody still employed? All good? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. This is <laughs> this is just a play-by-play -play of mass layoffs. <laughs> yeah. 
the, the, the just the long and short is, you know, when we were going to make money in the next two years, why don't we just make it now instead? I'm like, that honestly just, I don't know why that wasn't the plan. To begin with. If we don't pay you, we get that money. <laughs> yeah. Having, having, having been, uh, recently laid off and experienced the the process what i love most about it is how they're like and of course we're going to need to fire these people and just make it and and of course make the company more efficient and make it better and it's like do you have a plan written down where it's more efficient and better good question we can't actually answer that at the moment but we'll be firing eleven thousand people (laughs) just like oh so you just wanted a fucking bloodletting deadly (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get, I get it. Um, like we can do the same level of efficiency with way less people. So I guess that is more. Efficient. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Marginally worse. Yeah, but, but it, we it, have ordered more whips for cracking, <laughs> and we've got us some snow for packing. And since you've got no jobs to go to, <laughs> go to the dole queue, the dole queue, the dole queue. But it, it, it does make you wonder, though, about their ability. Like when you saw like Twitter, like they laid off all the people and it's like, you know, for the more efficient steam. So well, you seem to have been able to lay off that amount of people. So I don't know that that says that much for your judgment of what was efficient in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I'd employed them. There was, a, there was a podcast I listened to uh, where they were making the point about the Twitter layoffs. It's like, like they're letting go all these people and like, it's like, holy shit. And then one guy goes, I mean, Twitter still basically works. Like... <laughs> It's the same, like yeah, like, like it's they say the same thing they, it did ten years ago. Yeah, they they definitely had fat to trim and stuff. And yeah, like, sorry, your collateral damage and stuff like that. But like, hopefully, you were getting, some... you were getting paid to do nothing this whole time. It turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, those people like start new companies and uh, you know, or like go. If there's one group of people I don't feel sorry for, it's, it's tech workers, it's tech software engineers. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if they, you know, it's it's like it's um, the tech marketing managures we need to worry about. That's it's the it's the it's all the middlemen. I've been saying that for years. Where's our party? Come on! It's true. Uh, that was that was one of the big uh, one of the big takeaways that I took anyway from Das Kapital when I read it was that we need to develop a class consciousness amongst uh, tech company middle managers and realize that look, the only thing we have to lose are our chain emails. <laughs> very good yeah that's not bad is it I'll put that in a t-shirt that like four people would like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well I'll be one of them honest so like... yeah you know you want you, you that's, as I mean as, as soon as those four people become gainfully employed you'll be making so much money <laughs> making that bank you know no it's it's as, as, as unpleasant as I'm sure your um your experience of them um, being uh, laid off uh, was Gavin. It can only pale in comparison to the people who are currently getting the phone call from Jack, which is saying, unfortunately, many people uh, for the sake of efficiency are going to have to be let go. But don't worry, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want yeah. you to worry. Yeah. I'm still important. The people who are currently being let go, and then in three weeks' time, they're like, oh man, I need to get my mind off this fucking layoff stuff. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'll go to a wrestling show. And then J Money Worldwide is like, I just let go 50% of my staff. And guess what? I just got <laughs> more efficient. I just got better at kicking your ass. <laughs> I, did, I did have a whole sketch where at the beginning of J, J Money is Broke, I was going to do a letting go of the entire staff of J Money. But then the twist on it was that um, that Alphonse, the character that Gav plays in the J Money cinematic universe, has been paid five years in advance. So it just kind of sticks around. <laughs> Very good. Good. <laughs> I mean, that's efficient. You pay him five years in advance, that's five years of payroll you don't have to worry about. That's yeah. actually inflation busting from my side. That means no, yeah. no <laughs> means no negotiations on, on salary for five years. Yeah. It's the it's your 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 is that shorting or the opposite of shorting in, in terms of a futures market analysis? It's buying, a, it's buying a futures contract. It's buying, it's buying, it's buying 1500 daily work futures contracts <laughs> <laughs> fixed price. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. It's good. and, and uh, as far as I understand, the futures market has only been to the benefit of mankind. Um, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, really, it, it, it just moves capital efficiently from one place to another. No, it, no, I don't think it, it's gambling. <laughs> it's basically gambling. <laughs> if well, certain things happen, you make money. If they don't, you lose money. 
but it's a job but it's a job yeah. but it's a job <laughs> well, i mean it's like it's like many many things which like the stock market's not a scam it's a it's an efficient means of moving money from one place to the other like the pockets of people who can't afford to lose it to the pockets of people who don't need it to begin with it's really <laughs> efficient it's always it's always been my thing that i've said to people who've lost a bit of money in crypto they're like i thought i was going to make money and i was like off who yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the money was going to come from and how it's, did you feel about that? Yeah. And no one has ever given a good answer. They're like, they're immediately just like, do you think it'll go back up? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I you can convince a bunch more people to put money into it again. It will. Yeah. But yeah. It's called a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. You're just the last fool. I know. The greater fool theory of economics. I know one person and he's very, <laughs> and he's very smart and, I, and who made money off crypto. And he got in super early. He left before it got really crazy. And then he was like, yeah, it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. I got in. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I sold it to all these idiots who bought the hype. And then like, I got out. The getting out is the smart part. The getting, getting, out is... Not, getting in is not smart. It's getting out. Yeah. That's smart. Like I made a couple of hundred bucks on the GameStop AMC shenanigans yeah. last year. Why? Because I knew it was nonsense. And I know people who are still holding GameStop. Being, <laughs> it's hold- due to go back up. It's true to go back. It hasn't happened yet. You know that day? Diamond hands, baby. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Wait, you mean that day two years ago that happened? No, there's a different day, which hasn't happened yet. The balance of the dead cat, if you will. Just so I can see the ups and downs. It's quite fun. Yeah. um, Per two hours fluctuations. It's great. (laughs) I can't help but think that the existence of, well, obviously the original Ponzi scheme and all the various uh, variations on that theme that came afterwards and um, the, the uh, your Bernie Madoffs, that sort of stuff. Well, like they're so prevalent and like they, every time there's any sort of market correction, they are all uh, laid bare and it just regularly happens so often that I kind of would think it's, it's just like, are they like some form of like limited admission uh, the, to that most of it is a Ponzi scheme all to- in totality? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that uh, meme with the two astronauts. Wait, it's all a Ponzi scheme? One thing I have learned from, from crypto is that I think I'm gonna, I am I will be actively keeping an eye out for the next Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that that's a fair enough thing. It's like, but are you like... No, for- I'm not better than... I would have loved to have made money on no, crypto. No. I just didn't think... It, I just didn't think I knew more than the next guy. Yeah, but I think <laughs> by the time I heard about crypto, it was kind of too late. I heard you about know- it at $8. At $8. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, when, when they were... When, when we discovered what it was... Like, was a big there was guys... The science department, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was guys giving it away. Like, like the only thing I would have had to do to have been given uh, a bunch of Bitcoins was there was a guy who came into the old office on, um, you know, in the office. Yeah. And he was like, I'll show you all how to set up a wallet and just give you some. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear your nerd shit. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I was having too yeah. much pussy to care about yeah. your damn fake internet money. My, uh, my uncle is... Uh, an accountant of some description or something, and he was talking years and years before, like, like as Bitcoin was, it went for it went to like one fifty or something like that, or like maybe a thousand or something. He was like, yeah, like people are talking about this crypto nonsense. It's all bullshit. Like it'll never happen. And then like it went to whatever forty thousand, and it was like both like either it was two Christmases apart. So the first Christmas he was like. Yeah, there's more and more talk of this. Honestly, it's bullshit. Like, I have no idea what happened. And then it got to 40,000. And then it was like, yeah, still bullshit. I don't care. Like, it's all a fucking, it's all a fucking scam. And then it went down and he went, see, it's all bullshit. It's all a fucking scam. It was like, man, that level of consistency and like knowledge about what's going on is deadly. It also like didn't benefit him in any way. No, no. you know, like that's my problem with having been kind of right. That I'm like, I never believed in it. I always thought it was like, I I can, it's just a really slow database that's owned by potentially one Chinese man. So I'm like, I don't, I don't believe in this. But I'm like, but that's that was never the point from the money making side. You were speculating on an asset, and you could have just done that instead. Why were you looking at the underlying value? Mm-hmm. That was on that was on you for trying to find. The yeah. reality. Yeah, you it were thinking trading on reality. You were thinking like a uh, computer scientist. You needed to think like a marketer. Exactly. Or like you know, like 
A multi-level marketer. A multi-level marketer. <laughs> a marketer with many levels. I needed to think like Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what you said about him earlier, but he probably made money on it. I bet, I bet he, I bet he, I bet he did. Um, and really what you should have been doing is making money advertising for crypto. The old, he definitely the old, did. There's no the old adage being, the, you don't make money you could digging for gold during a gold rush, you make money by selling shovels. And yeah. I think that's <laughs> very much true of all of these of all of these things and you know i don't feel sorry for anyone who lost any money at all except if it happens to me in which case it's a disaster that's the, <laughs> that's the way i feel about it but don't worry the next thing probably isn't a scam whatever that is it's probably fine it's probably fine it's probably not a scam it is as good as it sounds and it will get you rich and quick and quick now interestingly enough um a lot of people are talking uh, about these new Manto coins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot about them. I'm actually deep in deep in the paint with Manto coins because I think they're going to the moon. Yeah, well, unlike unlike many of the other coins, which, as we rightly described, are Ponzi schemes. Yeah, uh, the Manto coin in principle is based much more on the triapezoid. Which... <laughs> now, Manto, it, it is a stable coin, isn't it? It's linked to. A horse in a stable, yeah. A horse in a stable, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and there's some saying about uh, locking the door of the stable after the horse is bolted, and I think that's a good thing. Mm, so yeah. I think what you should do is by locking your money because this horse is bolted. This you know? horse is bolted, and it's only going to get boltier. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the um, my my legal advisor. Bertie J. Ahern has, has assured me that markets uh, that bubbles expand. Um, then he sort of trailed off about what happens after that, but I assume he then said, and keep expanding. And keep expanding, exactly, yeah. If I can infer anything from those data points, is bubbles expand and continue expanding. And continue to expand, much like... um, much like uh, every 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 uh, analyzable piece of data uh, in the last 100 years would suggest. So, you know... um, now, the, 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 the hundred, something happened 100 years ago that caused the data analyzing software to, I don't know, but in any case, <laughs> it's it's still probably fine. Probably. Um, yeah, I, um, there's nothing else. Oh, yeah, we got um, to anyone who might be listening to this because they saw us on a big list of Irish beer podcasts that for some reason Black Donkey Brewing put together. They, they like just gathered all of the beer podcasts and put them in a big thread. Um, I can say that I, if you're here to learn about beer, which they suggest that you could do from our program, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're the only ones who are right and everyone yeah. else is wrong. That's you're in the right place. Yeah, it's gonna you se- came here first. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna seem it's gonna seem like like we're wrong and everyone else is right, but that's just that's majority. That's the tyranny of the majority. It that's, is it's the tyranny of the majority exactly. And you. you the more discerning uh, listener will know that we're the ones who are right. We're the, we're the ones who correct. And it, it struck me that like what I think we're the best podcast out of that list of, of however many was. Um, most people won't think that, even though that, but I'd, they'd be wrong. Um, but <laughs> it, well, in 2016, when we started, I could at least lean back on, we have better production values than almost any podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we used our microphone. Yeah, we used... <laughs> Not we like- used someone's phone <laughs> yeah it was now it's like the pack has got better and we got worse yeah, so yeah, like yeah. we don't even have that to like i know people who if they heard a podcast with our audio quality we just got no listen for that so they're gonna nope. yeah, yeah. don't care don't care how good it is nope <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and i don't even i was really listening to 42 them. rugby weekly and their audio quality was absolutely shite one of them was apologizing for being in stadstead airport and he had- <laughs> And he had the best audio quality of the lot of them. It was like, wait, where the fuck is the other guy? Is he flying the plane to get to you? <laughs> there was a couple of episodes when we were in Jack's other flat and James's uh, James's gate or whatever it was called, where we didn't, where the fridge was buzzing during the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It really did sound like we were on an airplane. <laughs> um, but you know, that's that, that's life. That's how people say we were riding high. In April, in April you're shot down in May. But frankly, if you've been flying high from April to May, you probably would have run out of fuel by then. Anyway, so yeah. so like being shot down was just uh, quickening your experience, your descent. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to uh, to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you want to review that beer. I know you were quite positive on it earlier on. Yeah, I think I'm still quite positive. Okay, it's it's nine point five percent, so it's giving me a big big red hot face. Um, <laughs> isn't this like there's something quite nice about having a hot face? You know, yeah, there, is, there, there, is, there, there, there really is. Um, and yeah. I, I also stand by my take that uh, the drug poppers does very little other than giving you a hot face. It, it mostly gives you a hot face. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm told yeah. it dilates your anus. I've never particularly noticed if it does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty well, the hot I'm, to the face and the like slight rush to the head. The slight uh, rush to the head. I guess for those of you who aren't permanently dilated anally like we are, um, like I mean, we, yeah, exactly, yeah. I have a, I have a bar installed on my arm that just like keeps that anus. Yeah, it's just just dilated. you don't want anything to you. You want things to just fall straight out of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hit in the sides on the way out, you know. I mean, it says a lot of wiping. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah. So this beer, nine point five percent, big hot face. Uh, it's got chai, so like, yeah, it's it. The spices are apparently fucking in there, and yes, and yes, and yet she persists. Um, it like still tastes like an imperial stout. It's because an imperial stout, I think, is quite a robust yeah. flavor, like a lot of alcohol. A lot of like chocolatey vanilla notes, coffee notes to to hang things on. Yeah, it's the perfect beer to add these sort of like boom bam spice mix into. And you know the way, right? When you like add like a teaspoon of like coffee to a hot chocolate, it doesn't make it taste like coffee. It just makes it taste chocolatier. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of another example, like um, adding adding chocolate to a chili like just adds a kind of smokiness or something like that like when you when you put have you ever like when you put sugar on something that is salty it doesn't make it like if you have like honey glazed cashew nuts mm. or something it just makes it almost more more um, savory a bit. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly so like this them adding the spices to this already boozy punchy beer just makes it feel it just it enhances what it already has rather than takes it over. Yeah. This is phenomenal. This is like uh every every single brewery should try doing this. It's brilliant. Like maybe there's some maybe there's like some sort of science or ratio to it, but like the fact that they're adding just chai to an imperial stout and it just makes it taste like an imperial stout but better is deadly. This is it's closing in on a 10 out of 10 for me. Real talk. Give it, give it a 10. Fuck it. Yeah, okay. I give it a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. I really fucking enjoy it. Jack's giving his thumbs up. Is he, he? I'm going to take that as a 10 as well. No, no, I just, I just got fired. Oh, he just got fired. <laughs> oh, he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> you know what also matters? Remember when I said about that ticket, man? I do need you to pay me for that now because, uh, matter of fact. Uh, I have whatever half of this cost for the person who gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I'll have to put down on my list of things to try then. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it came from, Jack. Jack will have to tell us. It came from Colorado uh, originally, huh. but I think he got it as a gift, so it may have actually come from the States. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's it. Like, uh, the name of it is The Great Divide Brewing uh, Company, and it's a chai Yeti. So I think Yeti might be their imperial stout, and mm. the chai version is just bang tidy 10 out of 10 love it well it's nice to have some positivity i had a heineken zero zero it is unremarkable um it's kind of what you want the heineken zero zero to be i suppose yeah. so whatever you know it's not um, and if and i do know if you eat six or drink six of them you'll shit yourself so i'm not gonna <laughs> did it once and it's like i didn't shit in my pants but i did have to shit while running around the park and just had to stop and, and go you know i definitely so, I definitely talked about on the podcast the time that uh, two guys when I was working for the same place where three people embezzled money. <laughs> two guys went running, and one of them obviously like went for a wee in the middle of the run or something, like went yeah. to a or something. And like the talk of the office the next day was how he shit in the middle of in the middle of a park while because <laughs> that guy completely sold him down the river. He oh like, man! Yeah, we were going for a run, and then he just fucking dropped trow and just shot <laughs> himself. 
Man, you can really get some minor social clay by completely ruining someone else's life, can't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be we'll be back with more secondary school <laughs> next week. <laughs> very good yeah all right well uh what i'll do is i'll let the two of you get away to enjoy uh, the comedy stylings of john h mulaney uh, all the way from america and where all our ancestors once did go to escape the famine except ours didn't go there because they stayed here to have us so i don't know what i'm talking about but you know (laughs) my ancestors did actually go to Australia and then came back. Because they no, borrowed Australia is a prison colony. So like they but they borrowed Trevelyan's coin. And, and got, um, yeah, it was all it was all for fucking Trevelyan. Bastard. Corn is just so delicious. I know <laughs> I know I have corn, but I really want Trevelyan's corn. He has the best corn, man. I just he has I, the best corn. And like no wonder he's so touchy about people stealing it. You have to drive up the cost of stealing from him because I mean, look, it is what it is, you know. It is um, what it is. Like I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Like you know. All right. Well, uh, I'll let I'll let you off. It really only needs this episode. What? <laughs> I said I'm really looking forward to listening to this episode. Oh man, I'm telling you. Um, and given that I have one day to edit it, that's going to be a that's everything that was in it is going to yeah, be in I, it. I would I'm like we did. Me. I did say a lot of names. I would like bleeped malice. Well. Just one name, maybe. Well, okay. Forget to leave it this time. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll poor, I don't know. I stand by what I said. Yeah, episode. I stand by what I say. Like she's a good comedian, but yeah, like was good. overpushed. Uh, yeah. Of course she was. Look at her her last name. Uh, she also uh, taught me maths in school. Did she? No way. Yeah. yeah. She was an engineer before she was a comic, and she gave maths grinds as a way to cover herself at her early years. Interesting. I have to respect it because when I used to, I used to do grinds uh, to cover my costs too when I was uh, younger, although they were not in maths. They were in oh. um, they were in sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the pole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, it really only leaves us one thing to cheers to, which is to um, to grinds and sexiness. To grinds and sexiness. Sitting down with your children and hitting them? We're just so busy. Well, make time. And cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.